Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini-episode. Hi. Hi. So, I'm just going to start off with some good news. Thank God. I feel like we all need some good news. Thank God. Uh, today, the first thing I saw when I woke up is that ABBA will be reuniting for the first time in 40 years. <laughs> I'm legit excited about this. It's awesome. It's very cool. I love ABBA. I'm an unrepentant ABBA stan. I think they're great, and I don't like people who don't like them. No, I'm just kidding. When people hate ABBA, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Do people still hate ABBA? It's kind of an, in my opinion, you don't have to, that doesn't have to be your favorite band. Yeah. But you have to admit that their songs are pretty catchy and some of them are corny, but they, they put you in a good mood. I would like to think that younger generations appreciate ABBA more than, yes, than maybe generations who, when ABBA was popular, they were scoffed at because they're just another pop band. But right. you have to admit that they have, so many hit songs. They're talented. They're very talented. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's it's along the lines of people hating disco and the Bee Gees, and like it's like no, like you, they definitely it that stuff kind of all got affected by some downturn because it was so popular. It had a backlash, I guess. Well, but a also- lot of that is rooted in like. In my opinion, in sexism, homophobia, and like stuff racism. like that, racism at that time. Yes. Uh, so I'm happy about it. They will have a digital concert in May of 2022. And I think they're going to come out with a new album too, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really good. Everyone seemed pretty excited about it, including me, a black hearted bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have two big trials this week that we're going to talk about up top before I get into some really dumb stories. I have a whole McDonald's section. Nice. Uh, but let's get through this stuff. <laughs> let's get through the less important stuff. <laughs> Can't wait for that McDonald's Hell, story. I, I was like, at some point, I was like, wait, how many fucking McDonald's? I was like, this is McDonald's <laughs> corner because there's so many fucking McDonald's stories. Okay, so... First up uh, is a trial that is ending, and that is the Robert Durst trial that is happening in L.A. Uh, this man, he's on stand. Uh, this, is a, this is a story about him sort of when he was on stand, which sort of closed out the trial. Uh, unlike a lot of um, cases where you can't bring up past crimes, his case, it's all um, admissible, and I think it's because it... He's cu- he's killing people to cover up other crimes. So it's sort of like he does this. Right. This is not the first time he's killed someone to shut them up about what he's done. He's on uh, trial. I'm sorry. When he was on the stand, it was quite a scene. He they bring up things about how he was drinking while at the the prosecutor said at 150 pounds how on earth could you have down 20 to 30 shots of whiskey walked to and from your Galveston apartment and then dismembered Morris Black uh, his corpse that's the victim in Galveston and he said I remember taking big chugs from the bottle of Jack Daniels and I remember spitting up a whole bunch of times and I remember taking a lot of showers he looks like shit by the way 
Did yeah. you see any pictures of him on the stand? Yeah, he looks awful. This guy is is dying soon, in my opinion. <laughs> like, he looks like one of the un- most unhealthy people I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's old, but like some people in their late 70s can still be spry. Yeah. He is not one of those. No. Uh, so he's like la- laughing on the stand. The, the prosecutor said, are you telling this jury that you believe you could have ingested that amount of liquor and then dismembered a corpse, corpse with saws and an axe? Is that your testimony? He lets out an awkward giggle and turns to the jurors and says, that's my testimony. <laughs> it's like, you, sir, are not that cute <laughs> to get away with this kind of stuff. Um, so, and then... Basically, um, both sides have concluded. Each side has rested their case at this point. Um, it was he had a week long testimony in this murder trial. Um, he had more than actually he had more than three weeks on the stand uh, during this period, and then a lot of shit happened in this last week. Our, our listener who sent us the um, the witness, the porn country singer, she also said there was a weird moment where they submitted into evidence something he drew while on trial for the Galveston murder. Robert Durst? Yes. And it's really bizarre. I can't get into the whole thing. Um, It's basically a fake ad for the Durst Obesity Center, which is a made-up entity. The whole thing is to dunk on his brother Tommy and his wife, Tommy's wife, Diane. Uh, (laughs) So... so Robert Durst was writing up and drawing pictures of a fake obesity clinic. Yes. A pro-obesity clinic. To dunk on his brother and his wife. Yes. Just for fun. While he's sitting in the prison cell in Galveston (laughs) waiting trial for that case, this is what he's doing in prison. This is the case from 2002? Whatever. I don't remember the date. Yeah, a while ago. But this was when he's 58 years old. So he's 78 now. So 20 years ago. So yeah, 2001 or so. He's a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man doing this for what? I guess he's pissed at his brother, but it's not like the brothers necessarily didn't see it until now. Cause it was, (laughs) it was admitted into evidence. That's okay. That's, that's the incredible part is that this was admitted into evidence. Now, according to our listener, Robin, she's like our, um, Durst correspondent. She always sends us the interesting details. She says no one's covering this, but they read every line of this obesity, pro-obesity ad into the transcript. She said it took them over nine minutes because there was so much, uh, so many objections during the reading of this. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, obviously, but it's what you might expect. It's very fat phobic. Uh, it's basically we're pro-eating. Like all of it's good stuff like you should be fine don't (laughs) everyone's fine the way they are but he's doing it in a mean-spirited way uh do you know what i mean like it's like he's making his brother the spokesman yeah his brother in the letter it actually says we tommy and diane the obese ones so it's like he's doing it in a mean way right uh, for sure now there's also a hand-drawn logo for this center and it's basically a torso with the arms and legs removed which is odd considering what he's on trial for when he did this he has testimonials like fake uh, testimonials from written. who uh he made them up just to give the uh, <laughs> give the ad authenticity i guess um he, so, so they read all 400 pages of this no it's not 400 pages it's like 400 words oh okay and then all of these other additions including courses feed your inner child sumo 
uh, positive obesity. Uh, so all that kind of stuff. Recommended reading. He's made up books. What's the, the book list? The book list is thin is just a four letter word. I mean, maybe these are real. I don't know. So like these books about eating and losing weight. Oh, and this one, this one seems like a dunk on Tommy because he, Tommy, according to this, wrote a book called Making It, Then Eating It. So that <laughs> seems like a mean joke to me, right? Yeah. So everyone had to sit there and listen to this be read in the trial. So is this just to show his character? I'm not exactly sure why it like, was entered. Like this guy's a clown and a troll? I guess. I mean... I have no idea, but maybe it was just related to the case. Like, if you're really so broken up about what happened, why are you making this ad in jail? Like, to dunk on your brother? Did Tommy betray him in some way? Well, wasn't he... What's the brother that he was in a feud with? Oh, that's like the other Durst, right? The other Durst. But there's another Durst. There's a few Durst brothers. (laughs) Tommy is not the big one. Douglas. Doug Durst. That's the one. Doug Durst is the one he's been in a feud with. And that's the one that Trump was obsessed with. Trump was like, I think. He was def- Trump was defending Robert Durst. Yes, because he has a beef with Douglas Durst because Douglas <laughs> is like a real estate, New York real estate yes. guy too. So they probably had some fucking beef over some dumbass building they wanted to be slumlords to. <laughs> like that's my guess. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, this trial, both sides have wrapped their case. It'll be, I think next week, we're going to hear closing arguments from both sides. And then the jury will go off to deliberate and we will find out if Robert Durst ever pays for his crimes. I mean, at least this one, but uh, it'll be good to see him go to jail, even though he literally looks like he's about to die. Yeah, we'll see. uh, Yeah. So the other big trial that is happening right now is Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, She is the founder of Theranos. There's been podcasts on her. There was an HBO um, documentary on her scheme. Uh, If you don't know who she is, she basically invented some miracle blood testing machine that was all a big scam. Uh, she made, she got millions in investment money from like really big names. Everyone was snowed by her. For what reason? I have no idea. It, it's, <laughs> it's insane because this product, she didn't even show them a working product. She just showed them like a, a proposal, right? I've never seen someone less... Like, they're all like, she's just so, she charmed them all. It's like, she has zero personality. <laughs> she's a robot. Like, what charmed you? How old are you? <laughs> how old are you? How desperate for pussy are you <laughs> that she charmed you? It's like, she's fine looking, but she's not some hot charmer. Like, it it's makes, wild it to me. It makes no sense to me. Uh, yeah. So... Um, you should check out everything on this story because even if you don't think you're into medical technology, it is an insane case and very interesting and a real cast of characters. Yeah. Very famous men invested in this company, uh, politicians, like, you know, you would know the names. Based on nothing. Nothing. I mean, I think they liked the idea and they thought she was like this whatever girl wonder uh, and everyone was, it was like, there was just those periods where like people would just throw money at any technology wanting to get on the ground floor before it was even proven. Cause yeah. it's like you couldn't get in once it was proven. Right. right? So right. I think that, that a lot of it's that anyway, uh, we've basically this week, we found out what her, uh, defense will be for her fraud trial. Now, if you remember, okay, basically she's on trial for wire fraud, 
I think that's like a typical thing they go after in these type of cases. It's very easy for government or the the federal government to win these cases. You almost never, there was a statistic I read that it's like most people, like 95% of people just plead guilty. Yeah. And if you go to trial, like 1% of those people have ever succeeded and being found not guilty. So she's most likely going to prison. Wow. She just had a baby too, by the way, in like March. Really? Yeah. So that's not too smart <laughs> if you're going to be going to prison soon, but whatever. Uh, so she's going to basically place all the blame on her boyfriend during all of this, Ramesh Sunny Balwani. Uh, he was the former president and chief operating officer of Theranos. Um, he's the one who kind of came up with a lot of these financial, uh, models and they were, um, according to her, he subjected her to intimate partner abuse during this period as well. And that's why she just went along with his scheme. So she's basically blaming him. Now, obviously prosecutors are like, no, both of you, uh, did this. They're try they were going to go on trial together, but they did get severed at some point. So, I mean, that's probably good for her. And I think this is a typical thing when people act together, they'll start blaming the other person as being the brain of it all. And she's obviously, uh, going to do that. Now, the other aspect of this trial that is happening right now is they are, um, so they were selecting the jury for the trial this week. That jury has been selected. It is a jury of seven men and five women. Um, this case, I think, is happening in San Jose. Yeah. Does that sound right? I mean, that makes sense. So yeah, opening statements are set to begin uh, next week, around the same time the closing arguments. So that'll be a big day for us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone following these trials? So yeah, I mean, she's pleading not guilty, and she faces up to 20 years in prison for wow. this. Uh, she is, as I mentioned, there's a really good um, podcast that was called The Dropout. They've had two episodes up now updating the case where we're at today. So if you um, listened to that podcast, you might want to check that out. Um, and if you haven't, you should listen to it. Now, another funny, I'm going into my funny section now. Okay. Not the McDonald corner. Oh. It'll, that's coming. <laughs> Now, <laughs> this is right up my alley as a an ex crank caller. <laughs> Wait, I'm an ex crank. You are. Of I mean, of course. Yeah. I did a lot of crank calling. I what? I I crank called party lines. Remember those? Yes. I would call in and like start shit and I then hang up. I crank called Jenny Craig once. You did? <laughs> <laughs> like the storefront, like the. Well, I saw you know like. If you were a kid in the 90s, you saw those Jenny Craig ads oh, yeah. on TV all the time. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I will call Jenny. I will call 1-800-JENNY yeah. or whatever the See, fuck it, it was. Like, you give me a number. I'm going to try it out. Ruin <laughs> someone's day. I, I, I did. I called them and I was like, I, I don't know what I said. Some jackass kid thing. Okay. So this story happened at a Virginia school board meeting. Um I guess you can write your name down to be called on to give public co comment at this board meeting at the Henrico School Board. Um, unfortunately, a naughty person, very reminiscent of Bark, Bart Simpson, Bark, prank calling Moe's Tavern with those fake names. Basically, people wrote down fake names and this guy who's leading the meeting read them out. The names included Phil McCracken, <laughs> Eileen Dover, Wayne Kerr, a wanker, and 
um, Suck Madik, <laughs> Ophelia Macaque, and Donkey Dick. <laughs> Donkey Dick. Donkey Dick. Uh, so he read those names out. Obviously, no one came up. Um, but the video kind of went viral because you can hear him saying them very seriously. There's really nothing funnier than someone not knowing. Yeah. Because this is a real hit or miss. If they're right. in on it, you're, the whole thing is ruined. But right. if someone is dead serious reading out these prank names, it's a funny story. Right. They're really seriously looking yeah. to bend over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like when Mo does it. Yeah. And it's like, Mo, come on. This happens all the time. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to McDonald's Corner. Dun, 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 dun. Have it your... No, that's Burger King. What's McDonald's? Oh, they have many. What's that? I'm thinking of one in particular. Um, have you had your break today? That's not the one. That's that's <laughs> the, wait. Okay, you know which one I'm talking about. Did somebody say McDonald's? What? It, oh, shit. Okay, I'll think of it. I'll think of it later. There's like a very okay. Are you thinking of an '80s one? No, it's the like recent, a recent one. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like that. It's like Justin Timberlake, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. I think of. I'm they, loving it. I think they still do. I'm loving it. That's like the longest slogan. The longest it's just running tagged at the end now. It's like whatever commercial it is, and it's like ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. it. Yeah, it's like okay, but great. they but they had several over the course of oh god. My yeah, early I was thinking life. of I'm loving it. I know there's tons. Right, we'll do a whole segment on that one okay. day. Okay, okay. So this one's a little short one, but it is a McDonald's related story. Um, one of the spokesperson um, um, from a McDonald's franchise in Canada has revealed the story behind Grimace <gasps> and what he is. What is he? Um, Brian Bates, who has worked for the chain for 10 years, casually dropped in an interview with CBS News over the weekend. He is an enormous taste bud. No. Isn't that revolting? That is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> I thought he was an eggplant. You did? But they don't even serve eggplant. You think he's like a penis emoji? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Grimace. Well, I just thought he was like a like an alien who looked like an eggplant. I mean, what is he? If that's a taste bud, why is it purple? First of all. <laughs> and why, why is it grimacing? No, listen, listen. Why would you name a mascot of a food establishment after a face you make when you've tasted something disgusting? You know, a lot doesn't make sense about this. And I like Grimace Why? as a character. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes Grimace? It's just Grimace. this big purple thing. Oh, it's like, what Grimace. the hell is that? I'm Grimace. That's not what he sounds like, that does is he? What he's, yes. Oh, I don't think I've Hold ever on, heard him. Pause. And we're back. I just played Desi a very old McDonald's commercial that we found on YouTube that prominently featured Grimace. And I was right. He does sound like that. Well... I've never heard Grimace speak, so I did not know. But um, I do have to say, in this article that's on the Huffington Post, uh, oh my God, Grimace was originally a villain what? early on. Is that why his name's Grimace? That's probably why. Oh my God. See, the, this is so educational. <laughs> now, and here is a picture of a taste bud, and he does kind of look like... Ew! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now, obviously, they found like an artistic purple version to make it more grimacy. This is so obscure. I didn't know Grimace was a villain. I We have to do an episode on him. We do. <laughs> He's always been like a lovable doof to me. Uh, that's really weird. Okay. So my second McDonald's story. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is, I'm reeling right now. So 
who came first, the Hamburglar or Grimace? <laughs> Look, I don't have time to do investigative journalism right now, Rachel. Because the Hamburglar is clearly the McDonald's villain, right? I wonder if they made Grimace good and then the Hamburglar, we need a villain. We can't have him eating the hamburgers and grimacing anymore. We need someone who loves hamburgers. So maybe that's what what it was. You know what? Now I just remembered. Isn't Grimace's personality that he eats all the burgers? Is it? He's like the wimpy of yeah. McDonald yeah, like gang. He shoves them all in his big fat mouth. And then the hamburger tries to steal them. Yeah. I don't remember. Who I don't are remember. Other, who, is there like a. Look, a, I'll tell you. I know one of them. Who? Because this is how I learned how to braid my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. There's one for the breakfast, and she's like an early bird. And yeah. She flies. She's yellow. She flies. Yeah. And she had two braids. Yes. And one time I was look. I got McDonald's breakfast as a child and I saw her picture and I looked at it and I learned how I copied her oh, hairstyle. Oh, this is so sad. And that's oh, learned. this is so sad. It's, it's sad <laughs> that I'm so smart as a child that I just saw a picture and I had no guidance from an adult. <laughs> That's that's my childhood. Um, yeah, I can't remember her name, but it was like something early bird. Yeah. Uh, and she was like the breakfast gang member. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The McDonald Land gang. Maybe that's a maybe that's an in-depth episode we can do. We okay. Should. Next one is also from Huffington Post. This headline reads, Wisconsin cow spotted going through McDonald's drive through. Uh, Now, (laughs) so a woman named Jessica Nelson pulled into the drive-thru at a McDonald's in Marshfield, Wisconsin, and said she looked up to see a cow in the backseat of a Buick sedan three cars ahead of her. I thought it was fake at first, she says. Who puts a cow in a Buick? (laughs) Like, okay, why a Buick? Wait, so the cow... Okay, my mind's blown three different ways. First, I was like, oh, that's weird, a cow walking through a drive-thru. Then oh, yeah. I, no, it's in you, a car. Then when you said it was in a car, I assumed that's even weirder, a car in a, the back of someone's truck. The car, the cow was in a covered car. It's in a in, covered car Buick. But how big is this cow? Well, I'll get to that. She said she thought it was fake. Then its whole head moved. She quickly picked up her phone and shot the video. I just took the video because I was blown away. There was a cow in the back of a Buick. I like her explanations. It's like, no shit. She posts the video and she says, tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me you live in Wisconsin and post the video of the cow. That's a whole cow, a whole fucking cow in the back of that car was the other uh the other um, comment, the video got over 112,000 views. Now the owner of the car with the cow saw the post and contacted her. They said the cow was actually a calf. She said the owner had just purchased it and two other calves who were in the back seat as well, but what? lying down out of sight at How an big auction. Is this I have no idea. Can I see a picture? Wait, hold on a second. We have the video. Um, it's just see. a it's a fucking sedan, Rachel. It's not a big car. Are calves really I don't know how. Hold on. Are calves really um small? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> cute. Oh my god, it's so cute. It's like a baby. It's a calf, but it looks pretty big. There's two more in there. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. It's a sedan. I'm not like a dairy farmer. But isn't there an official car you bring calves home from the auction in that's not like at least a pickup truck or a covered, I have like n- a van? I cannot believe someone managed to fit 
and then they're like, that. then let's stop at McDonald's <laughs> while we're out. That's like unbelievable Honestly, to me. I, I need more. Inf- I need to interview this, this person. I love her. She's like, I just picked them up from auction. Like what else am I supposed to do? Uh, I agree. I'm, I'm in the mood for beef. Now this is important. Very important. This story? This next one. Okay. The FTC is investigating McDonald's broken ice cream machines. I, I, I saw this headline. Finally. So <laughs> the feds have had it with McDonald's broken McFlurry machines, and they are investigating why the burger chain's ice cream machines break down so often. That is something we all know. It is a common joke on late night and on Twitter or wherever. They contacted McDonald's franchise owners this summer seeking information about what's wrong with the chain's ice cream machines. Um, when reached for comment by the Post, representatives by the FTC declined to comment. The broken machines have drawn the ire of franchisers who says it leaves them unable to serve milkshakes, soft cones, and the McFlurry, a cup of ice cream blended with candy and cookies. I like that we need an explanation. It's like we fucking know what a McFlurry is. Also, don't forget the hot fudge sundays. Now, these require a nightly automated heat cleaning cycle that can take up to four hours. Um, the cleaning cycle can fail, which makes the machines unusable until a repair tech can fix them. Now, these machines um, cause a big problem for franchises because uh, these ice cream things make up 60% of the chain's dessert sales, obviously. What else do they have? Apple cookies. pie and cookies? I mean, no shit. And these um, breakdowns obviously piss off customers as well. Um, the National Owners Association said, we're tired of being the butt of late night jokes and so are our customers and crews. I mean, who cares at that point? But it probably just is annoying. I always thought they were lying. I did too. But I just thought it was like, oh, I I thought it was something to do with cleaning the machine. When I learned that it was something to do with cleaning the machine, I felt bad. Right. Because I was like, oh, I get it. Like, it's well, probably a pain in the ass to clean that machine and they don't want to clean it. Well, apparently it takes four hours. So that's probably why they do it late night. Right. And that's usually when I go get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I show up. I'm ready for my McFlurry or a hot fudge sundae. So are they going to make new machines? Or are they I don't just know. cracking down? I guess what, what they're trying to figure out is what's the deal and um, why, why is it breaking during this um, cleaning process? Um, yeah, I've said this before on the show. They need McDonald's. I don't know how many, but they're like a multi-billion dollar company. Why can't they just buy better machines for the franchises? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting that we're investigating this. And honestly, this is the perfect use of taxpayer dollars. In my opinion, (laughs) these are the things I want figured out. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. Not where it's like some dumbass like. We're giving the state money to dig a hole, like whatever <laughs> bullshit, like projects. Like I want to know this will make everyone happy. We're, de- we're depressed out here. We want our McDonald's ice cream. Get it, get it. I haven't had one in a while. It sounds either. really good. Oh fuck, fucking ice cream. Okay, that's all my stories. So let's take a break and okay. we'll come back. Okay, okay. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Desi, did you watch anything or read anything excellent this week? No, I'm in a <laughs> I'm I I I started like 10 movies and have not been able to finish one. Aww. I don't know why. Has that ever happened to you? We're just uh, like, nah, after like 10 minutes, you're although, just like. <laughs> I will say upcoming movies. I think there's no one in America more excited for the new Roland Emmerich movie <laughs> than me and Desi. Okay. I saw that ad and immediately was like, yes, <laughs> this looks so stupid. I cannot wait. It, people were dunking on it and I was like, you guys are crazy. This movie looks fucking amazing. The concept is stupid as hell, I can't but wait. I don't care. I fucking, this is exactly the kind of movie. <laughs> Damn. <I'm, laughs> this is exactly the kind of movie I want to see. I was like, I wish I could watch this right now. Too. That's like what sad. I want. That's exactly what my brain f- craves right now. <laughs> the, <laughs> Something really stupid, but they're really going for it. The like, premise of the movie is that the moon is falling into the earth. I like the tagline for that tweet that I quoted where they were like, what happens when the moon crashes into the earth? It's like, uh, <laughs> everyone was commenting like we all die. Like there is no other option here. It, that's fucked up. Uh, so I was, I'm dying to know where they go with this <laughs> and how they stop it. Do they explode it? Is well, this like an Armageddon? No, you can't just explode the moon. If you you got to put it back. You Right. <laughs> Look, the great thing about not knowing how any science works is I can follow this movie because I'll buy whatever they tell me. I'm not going to be sitting there and going, uh, it's impossible to restore the lunar orbital, <laughs> like whatever. Like, I'm not going to fucking know. So I can't wait to dumb bitch it out. We should go with Allie and Melissa <laughs> and do like a total. <laughs> Speaking of fucking idiots. Speaking of other dumb bitches, I was laughing because they were reading a review and someone was like, you're not dumb. Uh, you guys are very smart or something like that. I'm sure people have said that to us too. And it's like, no, we're talking about a specific thing. And, and right. Melissa was like, no, we're very dumb. <laughs> I, just, I just love that they took the time to correct that. <laughs> I will say one of the smartest things about me is I know my limits intelligence. Well, I know yes. I don't know everything. I'm dumb on very specific things and I'm sure I'm smart on some things, but right. I like, I don't mind being dumb. Cause I, it makes me enjoy movies like this moon crash movie, which I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's what it's called. Moonfall. Moonfall. See, they're like here. That's a title. Dummies can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Not me though. <laughs> I like that. The trailer starts with the John F. Kennedy I'm going to watch the trailer when I get home tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, There was like another movie that looked really dumb coming out too with like my boyfriend, Gerard Butler. It looks real dumb. (laughs) I can't wait. Oh, it's called like, oh fuck. What was it? It's something like fire, (laughs) firehouse or something. I can't remember what it was. It's literally like one word. We were like, yep, that's about this. Like That's all it's going to be. That's going to happen. And he's going to save everyone. That's all I need. So no, I did not watch anything. That's trailer is probably the best thing I've seen uh, all week. I am rewatching Succession still. I think I mentioned that last week because that's coming out. I also saw that Billions is on Apple TV. The new season? Yeah. So I'm like, well, now Wait, I have to get Apple TV, I guess, because I need to watch Apple it. Apple TV? I have to research it. 
Because I just saw a tweet and I was like, is it only Apple TV? No, that's a lie because okay. I saw the trailer on Amazon Prime, which is where it's located because it's a Showtime show. Oh, okay. So maybe I have no idea. I saw a tweet and I was like, Apple TV? Like, come on. Right. I already have a hundred streaming right. services. Can it be on one of those, please? Uh, which reminds me, I have to cancel stars because I, <laughs> I, I, I joined, you know, you get a free trial yes. and you want to watch one movie. Yes. You're like, I really want to watch that. And then you forget to take it away. I, that's why yeah. I still have stars. <laughs> stars <laughs> is like the one. That's why. Why I, is it? St- st- I don't know why I hate stars so much. I'm like, I don't want you fucking stars. And then I, then I forget to cancel it. So I'm like, well, now I better watch some more stuff this month to make it worth it. And I still don't cancel it. It's just that it's just, just the way it is. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> stars. <laughs> the it's such a lame ass name. It's like I don't care about stars. I want to watch movies. Like it's not the stars that are bringing me in. Uh, and then no. So and then I also started watching uh, The Sopranos randomly last night too. Again, I watched the um, episode where um, Polly finds out his mom isn't his mom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that episode's really funny to me uh, for some reason. So yeah, did you watch anything? Oh, you're watching Brand New Cherry Flavor. I just started watching Brand New Cherry Flavor. It's really scary. Um, it's weird. I like it. I've been really enjoying watching Six Feet Under. Oh yeah, I just started the second season last night. I'm glad you uh, kept watching. Yeah, because I knew you would like it, but you seemed like you were taking a little while to get into it. Yeah, it took me like a. <sighs> six episodes to really yeah. get into it, but I really like all the it's characters good. and yeah. And Billy is hot. We discussed that. <laughs> Billy? Billy. Oh, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Billy's really and hot. And Nate is hot, hot too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so I didn't watch anything. I didn't read anything. I listened to the um, new episodes of the Elizabeth home. Oh, <laughs> we also, I listened to the new Dr. Death. We were talking oh with God. a friend about that oh today. <laughs> I, I don't think when he was mad about something, I didn't realize it because I hadn't listened to the recent episode. I haven't either. So when he, I listened to the f- number four today and I was like, oh, because <laughs> it's even more um, extreme and what, what's happening at this point. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Let us know if you're watching or listening to that and what you think. I'm on a podcast this week. Well, I did a podcast earlier this week. I went on our friend Kara's podcast again. It's called Everyone's Business But Mine. Because the new season of 90 Day Fiance The Other Way just came out, and so we recapped the premiere episode of season three, so go check that out if you're watching 90 Day Fiance or if you just want to hear us talk about stuff. I love Kara. She's really funny. And she's going to join us for a green room in a few weeks. I know. So I'm excited. I'm really uh, excited about for that. For that one. Yeah, so she'll be live with us when we talk about the LuLaRoe Documentary, the MLM scam. It's going to be incredible. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So definitely come for that. We'll remind you when that happens. Right. Uh, and then that's it. That's yeah, all I watched. That's and then it. did we have um, a replacement? We did have our our, our first cheat meal. Oh my god! For what? We, maybe we can mention that. On we what both you ate. we both had Din Tai Fung. Isn't that weird? Because I thought you were not going to go that route. You seemed really no on that at the time. <laughs> at the- <laughs> I was like, I, I took my purse and I pouted and left. No, I'm just kidding. We were allowed one cheat meal this week and I was just so like stressed out because I wanted it to be fucking perfect. I agree, but I, I kind of knew instantly what I wanted. I don't know why yeah. it hit the spot 
the idea of it hit the spot for me right away. So we both had Din Tai Fung, which is like a dim sum place that's really it's good. Taiwanese. Yeah. And I got soup dumplings yeah. and pork. I got the pork buns. Oh. And then I also got um, shrimp, the, the Szechuan shrimp dumplings that are in the spicy sauce. Did you ever have the those? The wontons? Yeah. So they're oh, like steamed wontons yum. and like a spicy red chili sauce or something. Yeah. And then I also got donuts, a bunch of different flavors, but I only had like one bite of each flavor. <laughs> I had to. I got pork dumplings and shrimp and pork potstickers mm. and veggie dump. The veggie dumplings there are I love really, those. They're so good. And I also got for dessert, I got the um, bean paste dumpling bows. Oh, the is bean that paste good? Buns. Yeah, I love red bean paste. I never have tried those there. I love red bean paste I, so much. I like it too. Uh, I should try those next time. Yeah. That sounds really good. They were really good. I um, like the pot stickers because they're like with that weird flat sheet. It's so weird. You think it's like paper on the bottom yeah. of it, but it's just fry. It's so good. <laughs> Whatever. It's fried dough or wrapper. It's fried It's really good. No, wrapper. the first time I saw it, I was so confused. I felt like a hick. I was like, what's this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do I like I was like, am I gonna start eating this and someone runs over? They're like, no, ma'am, that's just the paper, ser- the paper, serving paper. And I'm like crunching on something. I was like so frightened. It's like the pot stickers are all stuck together on a flat sheet of other dough. Of more dough. Yeah. But you but it looks it's so thin it looks like paper. Yeah, it's it's funny, but so it is really just when you eat it. Yeah, it's really it's an unusual thing it's, the way they I've do it. I've never seen anyone except for Din Tai Fung do but that. But they're really good. I love those. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty exciting. Um, other than that... What'd you listen to? Oh, shit. Am I supposed to just literally look at my... Um, yeah, embarrass yourself. Okay. I don't. I did listen to a bunch of old podcasts, so I might not have a really embarrassing song um, up top. I listened to... <clears throat> I listened to a lot of Aretha Franklin this week. Uh, and then I also have that song I mentioned from Heat. I'm sorry, from uh, Collateral. Oh. Where I was like, what song is that? So that was by a band called Groove Armada. Oh, Groove Armada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like big in the two, early 2000s. Yes, but they're not a 60s band. No, <laughs> which we were talking about. It's weird in the beginning of Collateral. Yes. When Jamie Foxx is like, oh, you like old school music. But, and it's playing Groove Armada. But they're listening to Groove Armada. Yes. That's not old school. No. Okay. That, I'm, that's like Maybe something that's that bugs me. that's a joke that we missed. I don't know. Look, I rewound. <laughs> it's not a joke. And I even was like, is that a sample from a song that's really old? Like, I, I really went all out fucking dork ass nerd pedantic. Right. Because it stood out to me uh, when I heard it. Because I was like, what is this song? Like, right. Uh, anyway, so that's. I mean, there, I listened to a lot of Aretha Franklin because I watched that movie last week uh, and, and I was into it. Yeah. You know, you go through phases. Yeah. So I don't have an embarrassing one because there's nothing embarrassing about listening to Aretha Franklin all week at all. Yeah. I have a lot of last podcasts I was listening to as well. Yeah. Me too. Um, so that's it. What did you listen to? Nothing embarrassing? Uh, the last music I listened to was Keek to Sneak. Who is a Bay Area legend? Oh, if you know Bay Area rap music, you know Keek to Sneak. Um, and then I was listening to last podcast on the left. 
and I just want to say, I did not listen to something cool <laughs> thinking that this would happen because uh, that's just what I listen to. I yeah. don't do that. I'm not ashamed of my embarrassing No, I'm, t- I'm reading off my, yeah. my playlist Mine's right literally now. last podcast because it's on Spotify. Yeah. And Aretha Franklin and Groove Armada. Cool. That's it. I like it, cool. Desi. I'm, I know. like our new segment. <laughs> Until we start... Um, we didn't get any f- um, complaints about Matchbox 20. No. Uh, hate. We didn't. Maybe they're seething inside. Maybe they're writing a 10,000 word medium essay. Right. I would love that. Please send me a link. I'll share. <laughs> I'll share. We'll read it on the show. I'll read the whole thing dramatically. We'll get the piano music back. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it up. We love that stuff. Yeah. We absolutely love it. Uh, so let's see any closing remarks. Oh, thank you for everyone to everyone who joined us in the green room this week to talk about Bob Ross. Yep. It was really fun. If you'd like to do it, you can follow us at crime movie club on uh, green room app and join us next uh, Tuesday. We're not a hundred percent sure what we're talking about yet, but we'll post it on social media uh, so you can kind of see, but it's going to be fun no matter what. And it if you've ever be. wanted to talk to us, now's your chance. That's your chance. We will literally hear your voice for once talking to us. <laughs> and that would be really fun. Uh, so that's that. That's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.